Hello world, my name is Hannah and this is my world where I am going to be humble, open, and transparent about my journey as the wife, the mom, and the boss. Hello world and welcome back. Alright y'all, so listen, I want to just dive right into this because my topic for today is what are your words given, right? What <laughs> the, I, I really wanted to dive into this because your words can either give life or they can give death, right? The Bible tells us that there is power in the tongue and we can either speak life, which is going to edify and build up, which what which is what we are called to do, right? We are called to edify and build up, to restore, not to tear down and destroy. Even in Ecclesiastics, it talks about how there's a time to build and there's a time to break down, right? But when it's talking about our words, the, the Lord specifically told us that we are to speak life to do our best to be at peace with all people but what i really want to talk about today in regards to our words is is that there's this saying that sticks and stones will break my bones but words will never hurt me and i believe i've said this on the podcast before but i don't know who said that but they were not truthful to themselves or to the world when they came up with that saying because words can have far more damage and do far more damage to a person than sticks and stones ever could because you will eventually heal or you will heal quicker from sticks and stones than you do from words because words can can penetrate the the psyche and they can have mental effects and emotional effects and see these are scars that are not seen they are hidden and they can do much damage to a person it can break a person's spirit and break them down and stop them from believing in who they were called to be. And that's like far more damage, which is why the enemy tries to attack us in our mind, right? Because so a man thinks, so he is. So if I can get into your mind and make you and and deceive you from believing who you are and who you and whose you are and and get you to not know or question your your who um your identity right as as a person and as a child of God if I can get you to question those things and 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 I can get up here then I can control you this is why for a lot of people they they try to control through manipulation and guilt because if I can manipulate your mind manipulate how you're thinking if I can guilt you into doing things for me I have control over you because I'm working on your emotions. I know the things that I can say to, to trigger certain buttons to make you react. And there is such a power in that um, when with our words that, that we are able to do that to a person, right? And we as, as women especially, uh, a lot of the times we don't even realize how we're speaking about ourselves, right? Because how can you, and I've said this before, how can you love your neighbor as you love yourself if you're not loving yourself? I've, even though there are a lot more women that you see on social media nowadays that are speaking words of affirmation over themselves that are talking about like, I'm, I'm feeling myself, I'm feeling myself, I'm feeling my, you know what I'm saying? Or say cozy. I'm, I'm so cozy, you know, like we have these songs, you know, good morning, gorgeous, you know what I'm saying? These songs are out there that are, that are talking about us and, and we're celebrating them and we're playing them and we are advocating for ourselves and affirming ourselves and believing in ourselves. But as much as this is out there, 
there are still some of us, even the ones who sing these affirmations, still some of us who will look in the mirror and tear ourselves down and talk to ourselves about what we don't like, what we don't see. Oh, I'm not the weight that I want to be. I'm not the the body size that I want to be. I, I don't like my smile. I don't like these flabby chicken wings that I got for arms or I I don't like my feet or we pick at ourselves we pick at the things that we don't like about ourselves I, I believe I've shared it with you guys before how Anthony sent me this uh poem a long time ago uh because I was having one of those moments where I was looking in the mirror and I was saying everything that I did not like and he sent me this poem that was basically like my body speaking to me saying, can you just love me for right where I am? And there is such power in loving yourself right where you are, because a lot of times when we are, um, when we are looking forward to the future, right? When we are, are thinking about what we want to have happen or what we want to achieve. We're, we're looking so much for that that we're missing out on the present. We're missing out right where we are, the beauty of who we are today. So that when we get to where we are, we don't even really acknowledge the growth of, of where we got to, the progression that it took to get there, right? And so anyways, I'm, I'm saying all of this because words can do some damage and if we are not even speaking the words of encouragement to ourselves, right? If we're not even speaking these affirmations to ourselves and building ourselves up, then how will we do it for other people? And a lot of times we, because, I mean, the saying is true, misery loves company, because we may be in a dark place. We will not be mindful or careful of the words that we say to other people that will tear them down, uh, you know, uh, an example of that is how a lot of times you can go and, and, and I think this is a an example that a lot of people can relate to. Uh, let's just say you go to a fast food restaurant. Right. And the the cashier kind of has a snarky attitude. And so in your mind, you're just like, what what's the snarky attitude for? Like, hold up. Let me who, who you think you're talking to. So we don't know what this person is going through. Right. And, um, it's, it's just like how Tabitha Brown says all the time, go and have a good day. But even if you can't have one, don't you go around messing up nobody else's. Right. And the thing is, is that a, a lot of us, we don't even realize that we're doing it sometimes that because we're having a bad day, we will respond to people in a negative way. Cause, oh, well, because I'm not feeling joyous right now, I'm not going to give you what little joy I got. You don't deserve it. So you finna get all this, all this heat. I'm choosing violence today. All these little sayings that we have, right? All these little sayings that we have that kind of justify our behavior, but it's still wrong. Wrong is wrong, y'all. Like if I'm not having a good day, it's not right for me to take out how I'm feeling on the next person just because I'm not feeling good. You know what I'm saying? And so I'm going to respond to you with an attitude because I'm not feeling good. And so then it's like it catches on like fire because now here it is. I'm I'm not being pleasant. I'm not saying, hey, how you like I still got a job to do. And I get it. We because we are now bringing our whole selves to work. Right. But even with bringing your whole self to work and acknowledging that you may have had a rough night. OK, or that you may have gotten some disappointing news at the same time. We we have to be mindful of, okay, my, my coworkers too may have had a rough night. So one of us got to make the decision to push through, 
right? To say like, okay, I understand I got this. This is my reality. I'm not forgetting about it. I'm not in denial about it, but I'm choosing to speak life to my situation. Even though this is what I'm going through, I'm going to call those things that are not as though they are. I'm going to walk by faith. I'm not going to walk by sight because if I walk by what I see, then it's just going to continue to to look this way. But let me look to the positive. Let me change my thinking. Let me change my perspective. Because so a man thinks, as I said before, so he is, right? So if you're able to change your thinking, then you're able to change your speech because now you're not necessarily just looking at the situation and, and, and the bleakness of it and how it's not going to change. Now you're able to say, you know what? This may be my reality. This may be right, but I'm not going to be defeated by it. And so that allows you when you make that declaration for yourself that you're not going to be defeated by it that you are able to speak life and so when you do have to interact on your job or when you do have to interact with your children or your husband or your your wife or you know when you do have to interact with other people you're not interacting from this place of of sadness or negativity because of what's going on in your life you're choosing to speak life to the situation hello how are you doing today well you know it's not the best day but it's going to look up and up or it's going to get better i believe that you can change your speech you can change whatever you need to do if you need to pray uh play some praise music some worship music get your mind out of that atmosphere change the atmosphere be a a thermostat and not a thermometer taking the temperature but be the one that changes the temperature of the room you can do that with your words right and so a lot of times because we don't grasp onto that or that we're not mindful of that we allow our negativity to spew out on somebody else and so now that person who may have been having a good day if that person isn't mindful of their of themselves and be like you know what you probably not having a good day so I'm not even gonna meet you with the energy that you meeting me with even though there is no, there is absolutely no reason for you to be meeting me with this energy. I'm going to choose a smile because my smile may change something for you. I'm going to choose to still talk to you in pleasantry, right? But sometimes that does not happen, right? Sometimes you be like, oh, I got time today. You want to come to me with it? And so then we're just spewing this negativity back and forth to each other, not knowing this woman who you may be talking to as the cashier or whatever had a, a a hard night because she got an infant child that she's raising by herself that kept her up all night. But because she got to pay bills for to take care of this child, she had to come into work anyway. You know what I'm saying? Like we don't know what the other person is carrying. It doesn't justify it. It doesn't justify you um, having you choosing violence, as we say. It doesn't it doesn't justify you choosing to be negative just because you had a rough night. But if we could put ourselves in that place of being mindful that everybody is going through something, right? It's a cycle, y'all. You're either in a storm, coming out of a storm, or about to go into one. It's a cycle for all of us. Some of us are currently in a storm right now, and we're dealing with some tremendous winds. Some of us been toiling all night with the winds. We finally see the sun break, and we're tired. And then there's some of us who, yes, have had peace, but we can see out in the distance the storms on the horizon and it's just like we all got something that we're going through but if we could just learn how to speak life to one another and I know you're like well Hannah if I'm going through I don't got no life to give but you do you do because his grace is sufficient 
and it's new every morning. And he tells us to not worry about tomorrow, to let tomorrow worry about itself. That worrying about tomorrow is not going to add anything to your life. So don't worry about the situation, but instead Take it to me in prayer. That's what God tells us to do. He says, cast your cares on me, for I care for you. Take up my yoke, which is easy, and my burden, which is light. Like, I will renew your strength. My strength is made perfect in your weakness. Every day, he gives us new grace and new mercy, and he says it is sufficient for today. So if we rely on what is given to us today and stop trying to stretch it into tomorrow, like how the children of Israel try to stretch the manna into the next day God told them I'm going to provide you with manna every morning and with meat every night so that you can eat don't try to save it till tomorrow and when they try except for on the Sabbath and when they try to save it for tomorrow and they would go back to what they thought they had saved it had turned into maggots why because it wasn't meant for tomorrow but you got a whole new thing out there on the list fresh manna has fallen down you can go get you some fresh man why are you trying to keep leftovers Ooh, I do mm, that's good right there I'm a pause. Why are you going for leftovers when God is trying to give you something fresh? Why? That's what we do with his grace and mercy. Why are we going back to the leftovers? Yeah, I know they was good. I know sometimes them leftovers be kicking and you know they better the next day. But God is like, yeah, they may be better the next day according to you, but I got something fresh and new that's better. That's better. And so a lot of times we trying to stretch that. We trying to stretch it into tomorrow. And he's like, I'm going to give you something for tomorrow. Let tomorrow worry about itself. Live in today. Use that grace and mercy that I gave you for today because I'm trying to teach you something. I'm trying to teach you that you don't always have to be worried about tomorrow. Yes, it's good to write the vision down and make it plain because I want you to mark my words. I want you to write down what I told you, what I've spoken to you so that when it comes to pass, you can go back to it and be like, man, God, you told me all along. You, you said that you was going to do this. This is why we have to to speak those things and call those things that are not as though they are. I can't continue to speak that, you know, um, speak my situation because my situation is all I'm ever going to see. But if I start changing my my thought process, if I start speaking life to the situation, I'm eventually going to see some change. I'm eventually going to see some things happen. And see, the thing is, is that when we when we don't catch that for ourselves, Like if we don't even know how to speak it for ourselves, then it's hard for us to speak it over other people. Again, how can I love my neighbor as I love myself if I'm not even loving myself right? And so we can abuse other people in our life because we're in pain and we start speaking negative things to them. And the thing is, is that you can go back and apologize. Yeah, you can. You can go back and say sorry and 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 say that you didn't mean it. And, and it's not that you didn't mean it, because the truth of the matter is, is that in the moment that you said it, that is what you felt. So, yeah, you did feel that in the moment you felt it in the moment. That's why you said it. And you had a disregard for how your words were going to impact somebody else. Listen, there's nothing wrong with you owning your truth. There's nothing wrong with you speaking what is true and real for you. But what the Bible says is speak truth in love. And see, this is where we sometimes fail and, and or we may have a misstep in, in our, our, our walk um, and, 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 and owning our truth and being real to ourselves and authentic, right? Because if you don't know how to speak 
truth in love, you can do damage to a person because you over here, I'm going to speak my truth. I'm, I'm going to get it out. But are you being mindful of how the truth that you have is going to affect the person? Or do you have a total disregard? Do you have a disregard of, I don't care how what I say uh, affects you or how you take it because this is my truth and I'm going, I'm not going to betray my feelings. I'm going to speak my feelings. I'm going to get it out and I'm just going to get it out. However, no, that that's not Bible that because the Bible says to speak truth and love that that's not being, that's not being a person of faith. That's not being a person with care. That's not being a person who is, is trying to build up and edify who is trying to be at peace with all people. That's not a person who is walking in love. Jesus said to remain in his love, like to, Oh, oh it, it, that it, when you remain in his love, that that is how you show that you are his, his disciple, that you are his friend. Like, we're supposed to walk in love. Love is not just an affection. Matter of fact, the uh, biblical love is not about affection at all. It's about sacrifice. It's about action. It's about how we treat one another. What are we doing? What are we saying? All of these things are actions and verbs. Like, how are we treating our neighbor? How are we treating our brother and sister? How are we treating them? Are we being mindful of them? Yes, be true to yourself and, 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 and speak what is on you. God did not say that, that you have to suppress that and carry that and be this martyr that we think of ourselves as when we, you know, consider somebody else over ourselves. But considering that person, when the Bible says, don't think more highly of yourself than you ought, but consider when you consider somebody else, it's like, because I love you, this is my truth, but I'm going to say it in love to you because I care and I don't want this to be taken the wrong way. Now, mind you, there's another side. There's always two sides to the coin, right? That person can still choose to take an offense, but them taking an offense is not you being in the wrong if you spoke in love. If you did the right thing to 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 convey whatever it is that you needed to convey in love, if that person still chooses to take an offense, then that's them choosing to take an offense. And a lot of times, y'all, we do choose to take an offense. We choose to be offended by something that is said to us instead of taking the meat of the matter, instead of pushing past our own flesh again, because it, it works both ways. So just like how I have to push past my flesh and push past that the way that I want to speak my truth. Oh, I want to I want to slice it up. Right. <laughs> I, I, I want to just I want to get it out there because I got time today. Right. I got to push past my flesh. Right. And 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 be mindful and operate in the spirit. Because the spirit and the flesh are constantly at war with each other. What the spirit wants, the flesh does not want. Right. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. The flesh is like, oh, no, nah, I want to I want to get into this because I, I want to let you know how what you said affected me. Da, 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 da. But the spirit is like, that's not how we have to handle things, because that's not being at peace with all people. The Bible says that to the and this is me paraphrasing, but like basically to the best of our ability, be at peace with all people. What whatever is within your power and your might and your strength to be at peace with all people, do it, do that. 
Now, if the person doesn't want to choose peace and the person wants to choose violence, then that's on them. That ain't on you. You can walk away with a clear conscience and knowing that you did everything that you could to keep the peace while also speaking truth. And so, like I said, the other side, the other person, they now have the decision to make. I'm going to receive the truth and not take the offense. I'm going to allow myself to be open minded to what you had to say and and give myself a chance to to process it and to respect that these are your feelings even if i may disagree you know what respectfully i understand that that's how you feel i understand that that, that this is your perspective um but respectfully i disagree with that but i appreciate you sharing with, with me i appreciate you telling me this and i hope that you can in return respect that i have a different perspective on that i have a different take see a lot of times we we feel or it, it appears that we have an issue with agreeing to disagree. And so then we have to ask ourselves the question, like, is it that we just want agreeance by any means necessary? I don't, you know what I'm saying? Like you have to ask yourself that question, but the words, we got to be careful with our words because we can do damage. A lot of times in us owning our truth and us being, you know, um, authentic to ourselves, we sometimes go a little, we're a little zealous with it. And we have a disregard for other people and their feelings and really thinking about how what we say and how we say it can affect them. Because you know what? This is why, and I've shared it with you guys before, why I don't like the term common sense because everything is not common to everybody. We all grew up in different households. And there's some people who grew up in households where they did not have a voice, they did not have a say. And so now they're learning how to say those things. I I, I can raise my hand. I'm one of those people. I, I grew up in the, the, the old school mind frame that a child is to be seen and not to be heard i am one of those children who grew up you know not being able to give voice to my feelings because i felt that my i thought at the time that my feelings did not matter that i had to be more concerned about the feelings of the adults in my life than about my own and so i learned how to suppress and i I did that. That was my practice. That was my way of life for a very long time. It wasn't until I recently, you know, went into therapy that I started to learn how to set boundaries and how to give myself, how to give that, that little girl who thought she didn't have a voice, how to give her a voice now. And I, and what I will say to you is, is that even that has been a progression because I've had to learn how to do it in love because here it is this little girl finally got freedom she finally got the 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 um permission that she thought she needed she finally got the permission or the authority to give voice to give life to her words and to her feelings and not suppress them and so now it's like she wants to do that like oh no i'm not it, it, it's almost like um like somebody just finally gave you a meal right and you haven't had a meal in a long time. So you, you're scuffing it down. You're keeping it to yourself like, no, I, 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 um, I don't want to lose this. So there's been this part of me who is like, no, I'm not going to let anybody take my voice away from me. I got it now for far too long, like a good 37 <laughs> years. <laughs> I'm not I am not going to let you take this from me. I finally have a voice. I'm going to speak whenever I can. But I had to learn like Hannah, yeah, you can speak, but you still got to speak in love. You still got to speak in love, girl. 
There's nothing wrong with owning your truth, but do it in love. And so I found myself regressing as well because it's like I I was still trying to learn how to share my thoughts and to be authentic and be real with myself and not betray myself anymore and speak my thoughts. And and so here it is. I'm speaking them. But then when I speak them, people aren't receiving them well. You know, people are having issues with with how I'm feeling. And 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 instead of me feeling good about sharing my thoughts, I I found myself feeling bad about it because it's just like it it seems in my mind that when I share what I'm really feeling, when I share my truth, that it's not being received or not being understood or that, oh, you can't necessarily share everything like what wait a second this isn't making sense and so I I found myself constantly having these tough and hard conversations and for a person who was an avoider of tough conversations you know that song she's a runner she's a track star listen that was me with tough conversations but I I was learning to force myself to engage in them because they're necessary and it's challenging and you can't run away from a challenge, Hannah, because that's not how you grow. But I found myself in tough conversation after tough conversation after tough conversation. And for a person who was not used or who would avoid it altogether in the first place, that was hard. That was difficult. So I found myself regressing. I found myself starting to suppress my feelings again and keeping them to myself. And then a problem occurred because what I have learned as a suppressor is, is that you can suppress and withhold your truth and not say it. But when you do it, it's going to backfire every time it's going to come back. And then it's going to come back. Well, why didn't you say that? Why didn't you say that this is what you wanted? Or why didn't you say that that's not what you wanted? Why didn't, why weren't you just truthful? You lied. And see, omission of the truth is still lying. You don't want to be called a liar. I didn't want to be called a liar, but it's lying. Omitting it is still lying because you're not, you're not being truthful or authentic to yourself or to the person that you're speaking to. So how can you have authentic relationships when you're not being truthful? So I found myself in this catch 22. Like I'm darned if I do, darned if I don't. But it's like, Hannah, no, you're not darned if you do, darned if you don't. If you learn how to say it, make sure that you're saying it with love. And this is coming from a person who, you know, I, I believe that I'm, I'm very mindful with my words. You know, I'm very careful because I don't like being misunderstood. I'm very careful with what I say. And I try to say things in a very gentle way. You know, gentle parenting. If you look it up in the book, you probably see my picture there because this is what I try to practice um, with my children. And I and it's not just gentle parenting for me. It's gentle living. I try to treat everybody with gentleness. Right. But I realized that Hannah, as as gentle as you think you are being, sometimes when you get to a point of of just trying to convey something, you can be very direct. Because I'm also a very little a literal person. Um, like the, all the analogies and stuff. Like seriously, I think if I grew up in the biblical days and and Jesus was talking in these parables, like I, I believe a lot of them would have went over my head. I really do. I mean, and that's one of the things that I love about studying the Bible, because 
it's like, all right, God, get, this gives you an opportunity to truly open up my comprehension and give me some revelation behind these things. Because these parables that Jesus spoke in, I, I feel like the disciples, when they asked him, why do you speak in these parables? You know what I'm saying? Um, but I can be a very literal person at times. And so for me, you know, um, I'm just like, well, if if this is what you want, why don't you just do this? <laughs> And that don't come off really well. I think I shared with y'all recently a conversation with me and Anthony in regards to, you know, him being on this health journey. And so um, he there was a, a, a recent conversation that he was having with AJ because um, AJ at this point also, you know, and, it, and it's not just because of the, the current film that AJ is working on. We, we want a, both of our children to practice uh, good, healthy eating habits. But um, on this particular film that AJ is eating, AJ does have to maintain a certain weight. Right. And so Anthony, I was listening to him talk to AJ and saying to AJ, like, hey, did you, you know, do your workout today? And, you know, just t talking to him about what he was supposed to get done today and everything. So I happened to mention to Anthony, I was like, hey, did you um, did you go to the gym today? And he was like, nah, I didn't get a, a chance to go today. I, I've been uh, kind of tired. And so this particular day, you know, they didn't need to be on set until later. And so I said to him, I was just like, oh, well, you still got time. You can go get a quick 30 minute workout in. And he was just like, yeah, no, nah, I'm just I'm just tired. I was like, oh, OK, well, you know, I'm just trying to, you know, uh, uh, be a good accountability partner. You said that you, you know, wanted to make sure that even though you were traveling, that you maintained your healthy eating habits. I did not think that the way that I was saying it was in a harsh way. I thought that I was saying it pretty genteel like, and so he was like, yeah, I, I get it Hannah, but I just feel like you attacking me. And I'm like, what, how, what, how, and I mean, I feel sometimes people can take offense, right? Um, and I, I will admit that in that moment, I'm just like, bro, you just taking offense because like I am being so mindful of my words right now. Like I, I even as I am speaking to you, I am like, all right, let me say this in a nice way so he don't take offense. And that's what I'm saying. Like sometimes people do just take offense, you know what I'm saying? Because for him, he knows what he said he wanted to do, right? And so it's like, I'm calling him out on it. And it's just like, bro, at the end of the day, if you want to maintain healthy eating habits, you're going to have to do something to maintain them. You can't just sit them, you know what I'm saying? Um, and, and that's how I can come off sometimes like the dude, like it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Call a spade a spade. Uh, but sometimes that is not received well. You can have all good intentions, but your delivery of something, it, if it's not delivered in a way a person can receive it, no matter how true it is, no matter how helpful it is, it's not going to be received. It's going to be shut down from the door. And so this is why we just got to be mindful of our words. We got to remember that there there is power in our words and we can either build a person up or break a person down. And so it's like, what are your words given? Are they given life or are they given death? What are, what, are, what are your words giving yourself? What are your words giving your situation, giving your family? What are your words giving to your job, to your business, to the people around you, to your tribe? Are you speaking words of life or are you speaking words of death? And you can tell what you're speaking by looking around you. What are you seeing? Because you can have what you say. It will manifest. I know there's some people out there who don't believe in manifestation. I don't see how, but hey, that's your business. It's not mine. I'm going to stay over here in Hannah's world. <laughs> but manifestation, I have seen for myself. So you can't tell me that it's not real. You can't tell me that I can't call those things that are not as though they are and then eventually see it manifest. 
Okay. And I'll leave y'all with this because, and it's not going to happen overnight because three years ago, my daughter was told that she was below grade reading level. And here it is three days later, my child just scored a four on her ELA fast. If y'all don't know what the fast is, it is the new standardized test for this year in the, in the state of Florida. So, and we have been, it has been a progression all right. It, it was not something that happened overnight and her journey is not over. This is just a part of her testimony. But to see this, to see this come to fruition, knowing what we were praying and crying out to God for three years ago, you can't tell me that manifestation isn't real. You can't tell me that God isn't real. You can't tell me that he is not still in the miracle working business. You can't tell me that he does not answer prayers. You can't tell me that. I understand if you may have some unbelief that you may have a little, little faith, but it's all right. Listen, that little faith that you have stretch it because faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. It's your evidence of what you can't see now. And like I told you, faith without works, faith without actions is dead. So the way that you operate, the way that you build your faith, okay, I'm believing for this. So I'm going to walk in it. I'm a walk by faith. That's what that means to walk by faith and not by sight. I'm going to walk according to what I'm believing for, not according to what I see now. Listen, y'all, I hope y'all got something out of the episode today. It's my prayer that you do. You can always connect with me uh, via your listening letters at hannahsworld00 at gmail.com or you can connect with me on Instagram at hannahsworld00. Listen, I appreciate y'all. I uh, appreciate the support. Thank you so much. And I just pray that you guys are constantly getting something out of out of this podcast because it truly is my prayer that you do. Until next time, peace out, world.